Welcome to another episode of Operations Avenue, an Alpha Kappa Psi podcast. Today, our topic is being a good campus neighbor. So the positives of having good campus relationships, um, and this has to do with faculty advisors, university funding, um, and other organizations on campus. This is Amber Hambach, the CERC for Areas 1 and 2. This is Coral Peterson, the CERC for Areas 3 and 4. And Alec Moran, the Associate Director of Student Services. So the first thing I want to talk about with um, being a good campus neighbor is your faculty advisor. So every chapter should have a faculty advisor. This is somebody who works at the school um, and can advocate for your chapter and kind of serve as a liaison between your chapter of AKSI and the university where you know, your chapter is being hosted. So your faculty advisor can give insight on campus concerns. So they'll have, you know, better information on things going on around campus and can explain that to you how it's going to affect your chapter. So that's why it's important um, to always keep them involved uh, so they can contact you easily about these things. Um, Like I said, they can advocate for you on campus. So Um, you know, events that happen, they can advocate for, you know, the chapter's credibility, uh, to get rooms reserved, things like that. Um, they also can help with recruitment activities. So, um, this can be something even just as small as talking in a class of their professor to the rest of their class about recruitment for AKSI. Um, they can, kind of give the insight on their experience working with you guys and get you some more interest from members. Uh, So another good idea uh, regarding your faculty advisor is to initiate them as a faculty member. They're giving time, effort to your chapter, um, so they should, you know, be given that appreciation on the chapter level as a member. And sometimes with your faculty advisor, Uh, They'll have to approve applications for funding um, or even attend some of the events that you guys have. I know each school kind of has a different policy on this, so that's why um, another reason it's important to keep your faculty advisor informed and involved. Um, They'll just have a better idea of, you know, the things that you're applying for and the events that you're having. So if they're being required to attend, um, just makes it a little more interesting for them. They're not blindsided, not even knowing what the event is going to be. And I think keeping your faculty advisor involved and just kind of engaged with the chapter, uh, it just helps to kind of foster that relationship between you guys and your faculty advisor, um, and then through extension, the school as a whole, because like I said before, your faculty advisor is a lot of times going to be the person that talks to other school administration regarding events that your chapter is holding, situations that might happen in the chapter. So the more informed they are, the better they're going to be able to advocate for you guys. Um, And then This also should be a mutually beneficial relationship. So instead of you guys only asking your faculty advisor for things and never really offering them anything, um, that might get old to them pretty quickly and they might not want to continue being the faculty advisor for your chapter. Uh, So 
if they're having an event for a class, it might be a good idea to also offer help to them, uh, just to give back to them for always offering help for you. Uh, and then another thing that you guys can do uh, occasionally is just hold like an appreciation lunch for your faculty advisor, do something um, just to show them, you know, that you recognize and appreciate all the work that they do for you. Uh, and then another thing you guys could do is also make sure they're invited to alumni centered events. So, you know, if it's at homecoming, you're having like some alumni event, make sure your faculty advisor is also invited, especially if they are initiated as a faculty member. Um, that means that they are a member of AKSI and have graduated college. So they're also an alumni of some school. It might not be the one that you're at, but, um, you know, they should be included with other alumni so that they can also get the benefit of meeting new people, increasing their network, things like that. And depending on how long they've been your faculty advisor, they might know some of the alumni that would be attending that too, to reconnect with them. Awesome. So Amber mentioned um, the alum or faculty advisor, rather, um, helping with university funding. So this is important because a lot of university funding will go unused. So make sure that when you're looking at university funding, you're checking all of your deadlines for when the process starts and make sure you get in on that process early. Um, work with your faculty advisor and administration to fill out the right forms so that you have everything in when it needs to be in, if not early or with maybe an extra recommendation from someone um, who has some poll at the university. And look into the diversity of funding resources. I know the first thing that a lot of chapters will go to is whatever office your chapter is registered under. That's great. That's usually where you're going to find a lot of the funding, but there's also other places. So if you have a good relationship with your College of Business, um, each department has its own budget, I imagine, so that might be a good place to check. That'd be also a good place to check in with your faculty advisor um, because they might have access to that funding also or know who to talk to. Um, also look at university-wide funding, so that could be in um, my chapter. We sometimes went to the Office of Alumni when we had to do like networking events because um, we'd help them with their own networking events, and then we'd co-host it with them. So we didn't have to use any of our own funds for that. It was all university funds, which was sort of nice, um, was really nice. And so they filled out all the forms and stuff that we usually would for events. So look into that. Maybe not always the offices that you think of um, on campus might you might be able to collaborate with. Um, also look into if there's like specific topics that you're um, hoping to tackle at an event, um, look at if there's any offices or groups on campus that um, specifically have interest in that topic. So if it's a topic that your um, women's studies, you're doing a specific like women in business event, your women's studies might have um, particular interest in collaborating with you on that. Um, if it's an event for um, diversity, um, look at the other offices on campus that promote that, um, and they would have probably interest in helping you with that event. So it doesn't all have to be on the chapter to do some of these events. It's definitely about fostering a relationship and working together, especially for if you want to put on a bigger event that will even cost a little bit more. Yeah, I think going back to the deadlines, um, definitely being aware of all 
of the components of an application. Um, so, you know, if, if it's something that you guys would need to reach out to um, an advisor for or other alumni of the chapter or even Heritage Center staff, um, just knowing that if it's something that you kind of have to wait for someone else to help provide you, um, asking for that like the day before the deadline is probably not a good idea. Um, it just puts pressure on somebody else to make sure they get that information for you um, as soon as possible. So I think just being, you know, just before you start an application, look through it, see what all the components of it are so that you know what you should be prepared to obtain from whoever it is. And if you make sure that you're documenting what you did from one year to the next and saving those forms, that'll definitely help the people in the upcoming year know before those um, applications are even open what kind of things they should be looking at collecting to be prepared to get that turned in on time too. Yeah, I think that's a good point too, like passing it down um, to your next president, treasurer, whoever it is that is or applying to something, um, just making sure that they actually have the record of that so that when it comes their turn to fill out an application for something they don't have to scramble looking for it um, they just kind of already have it in a folder in a flash drive something like that and if there was like a key thing that helped you get that funding one year they know to continue that on so that they don't all of a sudden stop getting money and not understand how that happened I mean, it's a great place to use um, a fundraising committee or a finance committee too is that it's not all on the treasurer to try to get all of these funds, it could be diversified out to a group of people um, to look for this and to um, find the funding for this stuff. And make sure you're communicating with your treasurer, whoever's doing this too, because if they don't know what types of events certain chairs are doing or something like that, it does make it a lot more difficult for them to fill out those forms if you're not sharing with them all the information for your plans. Okay. So we do have a couple of resources to sort of point out to y'all for the specifically fraternity events um, that you can attend. So we have the PBLI funding packet. This includes questions and answers about what PBLI is um, and also some form letters that you can use for these university applications as well as information for your administration. The latest events report, which is available on the website is um, also a great place to look for this information because it has all of the latest data for the past year's events that you can give to your administration to show the value of the event. As well as if you need any help, Amber and Coral will always mention this, is that they're great resources to reach out to for um, if you need like a specific letter that has to come from the Heritage Center, um, we're happy to do so. Just give us plenty of time to do that. Um, and we'll make sure that we get it to you in whatever form you need it to be at. We want you guys to be able to attend the events that will best be suited for you and for your chapter. And then also with being a good campus neighbor, it's a key to make sure you have a good working relationship with other organizations on campus. Obviously, some of those organizations you might have to compete with a little bit for membership, um, but it is really important to make sure that your membership knows not to talk down to about any of the other organizations, especially around recruitment time. You might have some potential new members asking you questions about the difference between Alpha Kappa Psi and another organization on campus. Um, just make sure to highlight Alpha Kappa Psi, but you don't want to 
um, talk negatively about any other organizations on campus. You might need a good relationship with them later on. You don't want to burn any bridges um, and start any drama there. I think Um, that makes, you know, just to keep in mind, that makes your chapter look worse than the organization you're trying to talk negatively about. Um, I definitely think be positive in your interactions with other organizations and how you talk about other organizations uh, because in the long run, a lot of different people have kind of the same values and they're striving for the same things. So um, you definitely shouldn't look down upon a different person for being involved in a different organization um, because their goal is probably similar to yours, you know, by joining AKSI. Um, I also think you don't know who other people know. So maybe my brother, which I don't even have a brother, was a member of another business organization. And I'm talking to people from AKSI because I want to learn more about AKSI as well. If I hear you you know, talking negatively about that other organization that I personally know and respect somebody in, I'm probably not going to want to be involved in AKSI. And another reason you don't want to burn any bridges is you might want to end up collaborating with them for different things on campus, um, especially with ever-changing Greek life right now. If you end up having to collaborate with another business fraternity on campus, you want to make sure that that door is open for you to be able to utilize um, in case you're going through similar challenges at one point. They might be a good resource for that. Um, And you'll want to be aware of your reputation on campus. Um, and bad-mouthing other organizations definitely won't help with that. And having a good relationship with other organizations help you just have a better reputation. They might be able to push people your way if maybe someone isn't a good fit for their organization, but they think that they'd be a good fit for Alpha Kappa Psi. Um, and then smaller chapters, definitely it's going to be even more of a key to partnering with other organizations on campus. You might want to hold a larger event and want to make sure that you have enough people attending and want more people than your membership holds. So it'd be a good idea to partner with another event, another organization on campus, maybe to a similar size as you, or partnering with different um, sections of the university. Maybe the College of Business needs help hosting an event. Um, just make sure you're using all of the resources that you have available to you, um, and look outside of just what you've done in the past. If there's something particularly that you need to respond to on campus or something has happened, it's good to go to the office or group that has the most expertise in that area to help you with it. And then working with the campus community overall, as a reminder, um, your chapter should be open to members of different areas of the campus, not just for business students, and you should be working to diversify your um, chapter It'll be good for having a well-rounded chapter overall. Um, You can ask different colleges or different offices of the university what gaps they have and where you might be able to help with that. Um, That'll help you have relationships later on down the road if you need assistance in things and help you um, just have a better reputation with different organizations on campus. Overall, you want to be aware of different current events happening on campus so that you can be respectful of different difficult topics and differing opinions and see how you can be proactive 
in addressing any concerns with your chapter. And when you're working on doing events with that, just be aware of how chapter events are perceived outside of your chapter. And when planning events, um, just make sure that you discuss which events you'd want to be open to the campus and which ones would be just your chapter. Um, as a reminder, recruiting is, should be year-round, so you want to open up some or some events to the whole campus, but also you want to make sure that people still feel like they get value from the chapter, so you definitely are going to want to have some events that are close to just your members. Yeah, I think that's a good balance to have between a closed event and you know, a campus-wide event. Um, it definitely shows the campus what AKSI is about. It's also a good way to recruit without, you know, having a specific recruitment. Um, if people attending the event really like it and think you guys were organized and did a really good job, they'd probably be more likely to want to attend recruitment, you know, the next term that a recruitment happens. Um, but I do agree with, like Coral said, if every single event is open, um, it might put some questions in some of the members' heads, like, well, why am I a member paying for this when I can still, you know, have the benefit of this chapter? So I think overall for this podcast, we just have to keep in mind that we are guests on the university's campus, and it's always good to make sure that we're serving the community that we're in. Um, And serving the campus community also comes with its own benefits um, with knowing your faculty advisor and being able to work with other student orgs that will give you a diverse uh, view on the world that you're hopefully going to be entering soon on a professional level. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Operations Avenue. Uh, If you want to check out the other episodes that we have or make suggestions for future episodes, please do that at aksi.org slash operations-avenue-podcast. And if you have any specific chapter operations questions for um, the CERCs, you can do that at cerc at aksi.org. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next time.